Alright guys, so so far what we've done is we've created an expression desktop preview client and we've placed that onto our dashboard panel. And what that desktop preview client is doing is it's generating a preview for whatever item is in focus in our expression sequencer. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to create some buttons that we're going to put on our dashboard panel that are going to take things online and offline in expression. Uh, so the first thing we need to do is go into expression and set up a Rostock listener. Uh, because we can be sending commands from dashboard, but if nothing is receiving those commands in expression, um, nothing is going to happen. So the way I can do that is by going into expression, going to the edit, hardware setup, and I'm going to go to the GPI boards tab. So we don't have anything configured right now, so we're going to add a new GPI board. And the one we're looking for today is a Rostock GPI. So I'm going to hit OK and this is going to open up our configuration and the only one that I'm looking for today is the incoming network settings on TCP port 7788. So once I hit OK we can see that that's active and now Expression is listening to those Rostock commands. So I can close my hardware setup, I'm going to close Expression and I'm going to open up Dashboard and I'm going to re-enter full screen mode and again that's Shift F11. I'm going to enter my panel builder edit mode by hitting Control G. And before I create any buttons, I'm going to create a label. Um, I'm just doing this to organize my panel. Um, and I can do that by hitting the label button. And again, just dragging a box onto my panel. And as soon as I release that, it's going to create that component for me. And I'm going to name this score bug control. And I'm going to center align this text. So now that we've created that label, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to position that label. So I'm going to grab my select and drag tool, and I'm going to double click on that label we just created. Next I'm going to go to my position stretch attributes tab, I'm going to anchor this to the top right corner. It's going to be 0 pixels from the top, 0 from the right, 960 wide, and 135 tall. The last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to apply our style that we created. So again, that just shows you the power of creating that global style. All of those attribute changes that we created at the beginning are now applied to our new components just by, but just by assigning that defined style that we created. So I'm going to hit apply and close and we can see that now that's created that component for us, that label. Um, and now we can start creating our buttons to control expression. So the way we can do that is by grabbing the button tool and again dragging that box onto our canvas. Now I'm going to name this button bug on or bug online and I'm going to add a task to this button. So that's at the bottom section here. I can hit the add button which will bring up our task editor. So I'm going to go to the Rostock tab on the left hand side and this is going to open up our Rostock editor. So this is where we can choose those commands that we're going to send to expression. So the first thing we need to do is enter the host address of the expression system. And my expression is on my local system, so I can use local host. The next thing is the port. So this is the 7788, whoops, 7788 default Rostock port that we're going to be using today. And the last thing we're going to do before we actually enter a command is we're going to add this host port to our global list. Um, so again, this is the same idea of creating a global style. We want to create a preset of attributes that we can select with one button. So I'm going to add this host port to a global list and I'm going to name this my expression. 
So once I've done that, we see that we now have a My Expression option at the top. So all of those configuration steps that we just did is now uh, able to be recalled with one button. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to enter a command. And the type of command I'm going to use is a take command. And a take command takes a template to air on the specific frame buffer, layer, and specific take ID. Um, and that's what we're going to be using to take our score bug online. Now I know that my score bug is take ID 101. And I want this to be going onto frame buffer 1, which is actually uh, frame buffer 0 since this is by index. And lastly, I'm going to enter the layer. And I know that my bug is on layer 10. So I'm going to hit OK and I'm going to hit OK again, and we're going to see that that's created that new button for me. So what I can do now is I'm going to exit my panel editor mode. Um, so now we've created that button, so let's take a look to see if that button is configured correctly. Um, so what should happen is when I hit this button, that should be taking my bug scene online. As it does. Perfect. So the next thing we're going to do is create a button to take that scene offline. So again, I'm going to enter my full screen mode. I'm going to hit Control G to enter edit mode. I'm going to create a new button. I'm going to name this one Bug Offline. And again, I'm going to add a new task. Inside my task editor, I'm going to go to the Rostock tab on the left hand side. And this time, instead of punching in my information for my host address and my port, I'm going to select that my expression preset that we created. Next thing I want to do is I'm going to select the sequence out command. And this is going to take the selected template or the selected take ID offline. And I know that my bug is take ID 101. So I can punch that into the take ID field and I can hit OK. And hit OK again and we can see that that's created our two buttons. Um, and let's test our offline button. Awesome, so now those two buttons are configured correctly, so the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to position them and I'm going to style them. So I've entered panel editor mode, I've selected my select and drag tool, and I'm going to select my first button, my bug online button. I'm going to go to the position stretch attributes tab, I'm going to position this where I want it to be. So this button is going to be a width of 480, a height of 135, and it's going to be 135 from the top and 960 from the left. The last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to apply the style that we created. And because this one's taking a bug online, I'm going to change the background color. I'm going to override that black color and I'm going to make it blue. So we can see here that even though we've created that defined style, we can overwrite those style attributes um, on a per component basis. So I'm going to hit apply and changes and I'm going to restyle and reposition my bug offline. Um, so I can do that by selecting the second button in my component list. Again, I'm select my style, and I'm going to give this a background color of red. Uh, lastly, I'm going to position this where I need it to be, and that's 135 from the top, 0 from the right, 480 wide, and 135 tall. So take a look at our panel now, we have our desktop preview client showing us whatever item is in focus in our sequencer. Um, and then we've created some buttons to take specific items online. Um, so we've created this button to take our bug online, 
and this button to take our bug offline. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to create some buttons that are going to move the focus bar on our expression sequencer. So the way we're going to do that is by entering panel builder editor mode, hitting control G, and I'm going to create a group of buttons underneath my desktop preview client. So I'm going to create four buttons. And since I know that I'm going to create four buttons in this defined space, I'm going to use what's called a table. And a table is going to help us organize our panel. So I selected the grid table component and I selected the table. And again, I'm just going to drag that box in the general area of where I need this component to be. And once I release my mouse, we see that we have some table configuration options. And what this table is going to do is it's going to create drop spots for us. So I've defined this one space for my table and that's going to evenly distribute the four buttons that I put inside of this table. So I'm going to define this to be two rows and two columns, and I'm going to decide to fill this table with buttons. So once I hit OK, we see that that table has created four perfectly, uh, perfectly sized buttons inside of my table. So again, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to reposition my table. So I've selected my Select and Drag tool, and I've selected that table component. So I need to make sure that my table component is in focus, and I'm going to resize this now. This is going to be 540 from the top, 0 from the left, 960 wide, and 537 tall. So I can hit apply and change this, and that's uh, remapped that for me. So I can hit apply and close, and we can see that that is positioned that table of buttons perfectly underneath my desktop preview plan. So the next thing we're going to do is we need to assign some tasks to these buttons. And the way I'm going to do that is by selecting my select and drag tool and selecting my first button. And this button is going to be called up and it's going to move the current selection or the focus bar up by one item in our sequencer. So I'm going to go to the add button. I'm going to add a task to this button. Again, I'm going to go to the Rostock tab. I'm going to select the my expression device that we created. And the command that we're going to use this time is a up command. And you can see that that will move the current selection in the sequencer to the item above. So I'm going to hit OK and I can hit apply changes and you can see that that's created that button for me with my task. Um, and the last thing I'm going to do is style my button by selecting the my style um, that we created. So we can hit apply and close and I'm going to exit panel editor mode. I'm going to quickly move the focus to an item that is not the top item in expression. Um, and we can see that as I hit the up button, it's moving that focus and it's generating a new preview for us. So I'm going to enter full screen mode and I'm going to configure the rest of the buttons. So the next button I'm going to configure is a down button to move the current selection down by an item. So again, I'm going to add a task. I'm going to go to the Rostock tab, select my expression device, and select a down command, which will move the current selection in the sequencer to the item below it. Again, lastly, I'm going to style my button. And hit apply and close. So we should now have two buttons that control what items it focus in our sequencer, which is perfect. So the next thing we need to do is create a button that's going to take that item to air. So again, I'm going to edit, uh, enter panel builder edit mode. 
with my select and drag tool selected, I'm going to select the third button. And I'm going to name this tape. Once again, I'm going to add a task and I'm going to go to the raw stock tab, select by expression device. And the command I'm looking for is a read command, which is going to take the current selection in the sequencer to error. So I can hit OK, and I can hit Apply and Changes. And again, I'm going to style this button with the My Style preset. And since this is going to be taking something online, I'm going to change the background color to be blue. The last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to create a button to clear everything off of Frame Buffer 1. So again, Select and Drag tool is selected. I'm going to grab the fourth button. I'm going to name this Clear. I'm going to again add a task from the Rostock tab onto my expression. This is going to be a clear frame buffer, and again, this is going to be frame buffer zero. I'm going to hit OK, and lastly, I'm going to style my button. Give this one a background color of red. Once I hit apply and close, we now have our four buttons uh, perfectly sized inside of our table. So let's take a look at if they work. Our control buttons to move the focus in the sequencer work perfectly. If we use our take command, that's going to bring that selection to error. And if we hit our clear button, that's going to take that item offline as well.